Welcome to the 7 Daily Choices Podcast, a podcast designed to empower you to transform your relationships, optimize your leadership, and ignite your world. My name is Dow Tippett, and I want to help you create, build, and sustain a thriving life with others. This week, we want to finish up our safety series, talking about some specific things you can do to help be a safe space and create a safe environment for those around you who work with you. Um, The first thing we want to do is we want to talk about spotlights of praise. One of the ways that we can create safety in the environments we work in is to offer spotlights of praise. Anytime we take the time to praise certain individuals in our organization, we're going to create a sense that we appreciate everybody there. So appreciating one person shows appreciation for everybody. But I want to read you this quote before we dive into some very practical ways you can do things um, so that you realize the difference between appreciation and recognition. So recognition is about giving positive feedback based on results or performance. Appreciation, on the other hand, is about acknowledging a person's inherent value. Recognition is about what people do. Appreciation is about who they are. I heard Mike Robbins say this, and I wrote it all down because it's so important for us to understand the difference between appreciation and recognition. Far too often in the workplace, what we do is we recognize people's performance. And while this is good and we need to recognize things, we need to celebrate those things we want repeated, appreciation comes down to spotlighting who someone is and how that affects the world we live in. So we want to appreciate people for who they are, not just what they have done. And so we want to make sure that we're creating these opportunities to do that publicly. We're creating opportunities to do that privately. We're creating as many opportunities as we can to honor people for who they are, what it is about them that makes them special to the team, what is it about them that makes them special to the work you're achieving, what is it they've done that actually accentuates or is accentuated by their very personhood. So just as an example, if you're a leader, a lot of times you'll end up being somebody who's not necessarily a detail-oriented person. Well, if you're not a detail-oriented leader and you're in a group where details, there's someone who keeps all the details and makes sure all that happens. You want to make sure and appreciate them, not because they kept your calendar well, but because they're the kind of person who makes sure that everything stays on track. You want to appreciate who they are as a person. You want to appreciate the people in your group who ask questions, who tend to push you to be a little bit better because they're questioners and that's who they are. Now, if you don't know who they are, as we talked about in awareness, that's going to be hard to do. But as we take time in awareness to understand who people are, and then we spotlight with praise the value that who they are brings to the organization, we create an atmosphere of safety as we do it again and again and again. So I want to encourage you to create spotlights of praise. Also, listen to this. Safety begins when you give others what they need. So one of the things you've got to do is in your organization, on your team, you want to make sure people have the things they need to do their job and to feel the most comfortable in the workplace. So 
you know, a lot of times we tell people we're not feeling as appreciated or people will tell us as leaders they're not feeling appreciated and we'll give them a, a Friday jeans day. Well, we're going to honor you. We're going to give you that. Look, that, that's not anything anybody really cares about anymore. Uh, casuals becoming more and more normal in the workplace, and that's great. But that's not what we're looking for. When someone says they want more appreciation, they want to feel valued for who they are. And so what you need to do is provide them the ability to represent themselves to the team, whether that's through sharing their story, putting up pictures of their family. When someone uh, has stuff on their desk that is special to them or unique to them, you want to comment on it, you want to ask about it, you want to know what's going on in their life that's being represented in the individual. And we need to recognize them as an individual and what makes them unique. And again, honor that. Honor the uniqueness and the difference that, from one person to the next. Honor their children. Honor their spouse. Honor the people in their lives that they consider important. Honor the things that they are attracted to. For example, um, one time I was asked uh, what I like about doing ministry. And my response to that was, look, I can get excited about an Oreo cookie, but what really gets me filled up, and then I went on to answer what fills me up about ministry. Well, that comment <laughs> turned into hundreds and hundreds of Oreo cookies. <laughs> to the point that I had to quit eating them because they were making me fat. So, but what happened is people recognized something about me that was unique and they would show appreciation in that unique way so that because they understood something special about me. Well, as a boss, as a leader, figure out what those things are in your team's life, each individual, something unique. Put that in your gratitude journal and as you're tracking and you're figuring out how you're going to show gratitude, Remember that little spot and that little thing that's unique about them so that what you offer them is unique to them. It's something that only is going to work for them. I uh, bought a friend of mine who's a gift giver, and so I wanted to honor him with the right gift, and he needed a new watch, kept talking about wanting a nice new watch. Well, he also loves the color orange, so I found him a nice new watch with an orange face. That kind of thing where it's orange, you know, it doesn't seem like a big deal. But when I appreciate your uniqueness, that creates safety in our relationship of me saying, I know you a little bit better. The intimacy between us is something you can trust to be safe. And I am not only acknowledging that there's something deeper than a surface level between us, but I've come to know you a little bit. So safety begins when others get what they need. So nobody needs a watch necessarily, but what we want to do is we want to give people what they do need by knowing their needs and by recognizing what they need. So we want to make sure they're set up for success, okay, in every way that we can. Now, I'm going to give you some practical things you can do to begin to create safety in and among your team from the very beginning. So here you go. Number one, remember their name. The most beautiful sound on earth to the human ear is our own name. So remember names. Don't, don't forget names. Make sure you know names. Uh, don't turn conversation toward you. 
ask a question. As often as you can, when conversation is going on, keep it on the other person as much as you can. This takes practice, especially if you're an extrovert like me and you like to talk, you like to share stories. If you're a teacher and you like to teach and you like to help people to understand new things, learning to turn the conversation back towards somebody else and ask a question becomes very important. And when you do that, people recognize that you care about them more than yourself and it begins to create a safe space. Look people in the eye. When you talk to people, especially if you're having a serious conversation, look them in their, the eye. If they're sharing with you something deep, something special, something important to them, look them in the eye. Next, you want to lean in. Lean in. In other words, if you can sit forward with your hands open, your uh, stance being an open stance, People feel more safe when we're open. It's an interesting thing. When my hands are out, I feel more safe. Did you know that in theater, one of the things they do to represent somebody being uh, secretive or having a secret is they wear gloves the whole time. And when they take their gloves off, it's as if they're revealing the secrets that are going on. So anyone who wears gloves in theater, that's a representation because their hands are covered. There's a natural psychological tendency to see hidden hands as a threat. So keep your hands open, keep your stance open, lean into the conversation. Don't cross your arms and, and sit back with a closed stance. And I personally, again, that's one of those stances where I'm just comfortable with my arms crossed. And I don't know that I'm necessarily closed in that moment, but it does seem to communicate to others that I am closed. Last thing that I want to suggest to begin creating safety in your office is laugh. Find ways to laugh and laugh together. Laughter has this unique ability to create camaraderie among people. When we laugh together, we want to make sure that we're creating this, this sense of unity. And when we laugh together, we begin to hear each other. We begin to hear each other's voices. We begin to release endorphins. We begin to let ourselves feel good. It creates a sense of unity together and a sense of joy together. And so laughter is one of the things you can do to create camaraderie and a sense of safety in your team. Why? Because you don't sit around with a bunch of laughing people who are laughing heartily and laughing authentically and feel unsafe. People who are laughing are safe. They're in a good place. You're in a good place. Everybody together feels safe. Have you ever been in a situation where something feels uncomfortable until somebody starts laughing authentically, and then all of a sudden the discomfort just sort of fizzles out of the room, especially when people join in with the laughter? That kind of laughter, it makes us all feel safer. So laugh together. We need to laugh together more and more and more. And we can make a point of this. Bring in a comedian. Bring in uh, a daily joke. Bring in something to help everybody laugh together. Um, not at each other, but with each other. Laughing with each other creates a sense of camaraderie and a sense of safety. So those are some practical things you can do. Uh, set up a spotlight of praise. Remember their name. Don't turn a conversation on you. Instead, ask a question. Look people in the eye. Lean in. And, and then finally, laugh. Now listen, before you, we leave, I want to leave you with one last question for you to ask yourself to find out, to just kind of see, are, am I creating a safe space? Am I creating a space where people feel comfortable? And here's the last thing. 
what do you wish others needed to know about what you do? What do you wish others or what do you think others need to know about what you do? Ask the question, what what do I need other people to know about what I do so that they can feel safe in what's going on? In other words, see, as a boss, as a leader, oftentimes there's stuff that's going on behind the scenes that you're a part of that everybody doesn't know, everybody doesn't see. And Everybody doesn't need to see everything, but there are some things that by letting people know what's going on behind the scenes and creating that vulnerability where we open ourselves up, what we do is we create a space in which they begin to understand better what's going on with us, and they feel included in the work that we're doing. And so we need to make sure that we're helping them to see what it is we do. Also, we're setting ourselves up for success by setting them up for success. We create a safe environment when we start setting other people up for success by helping them to learn and grow from us. I remember hearing the story that when uh, Joe Montana was playing for the 49ers and he won all these Super Bowls, and then they brought in Steve Young, that there was really just this animosity between Montana and Young. And Montana was not going to help Young along. Young had to figure it out on his own. Montana didn't feel it was his job to bring Young along. He felt threatened by Young. And even if he wasn't, he just felt that. And so he felt unsafe. And in other places, you've heard of the opposite happening, where an older quarterback, a quarterback who's been around, a quarterback who's been successful, has a younger guy come in, and he actually helps that guy to get better and work on his craft. And together, they actually create a room where they're more successful, not less successful, because they're helping each other out. They're helping each other become better. Um, when Tony Romo broke his collarbone and Dak Prescott had to take over, one of the people Dak kept saying was great to have in his corner was Tony Romo. Tony Romo, who's injured, but also was still not sure if he'd even get his job back, and he didn't get his job back, continued to build into Dak Prescott. And because of that, there was a camaraderie among the team that kept Dak Prescott winning. It kept Tony on the winning side. When Tony retired, people were happy with Tony. There's still a lot of people who were thankful for Tony being around. I was a huge Tony Romo fan. Still am. Still love Tony Romo. Think he's fantastic. Think he's even better as a broadcaster than a quarterback and thought he was one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the NFL. Think he was phenomenal. But he helped that Prescott, which meant the Cowboys won no matter whether Tony was playing or not. And the Cowboys are still winning because of what Tony was willing to do, which in my book makes Tony a phenomenal leader who cares more about others than about himself, which makes him an even better man than it does a leader. And when you have leaders like that, people you can say about them, they're better people than they are leaders, you create safety. And when people say about you, he's a better person, then he is a leader and he's a great leader, then what happens is you create, you're creating a space in which you're safe and people feel safe with you and safe around you. So we want to do that. We want to be the kind of people who people think we're better people than we are leaders, that we're more human than we are strong and powerful or authoritative or influential. We want to be a better person than we are a leader. So I want to encourage you, keep that in mind. What do others need to know about what I do? And share it with them and teach it and share with others and, and share with as many people as you can. Two things are going to happen. Number one, you're going to create loyalty and safety around you. And number two, you're going to create a better organization so when you're gone, the organization is still strong.
All right, we're going to wrap up today. This safety stuff's been a little bit shorter. Look, we've got a few more weeks. I'm going to head into honesty next, and I'm hoping that in a few weeks we're going to go through a little bit of a change here um, at the 7 Daily Choices podcast. I'll let you know more about that when I get it locked down, some of the things we're going to be doing to adjust what we're doing here so that you can get the most um, opportunity to be empowered to transform your relationships and optimize your leadership so you can ignite your world. Thanks for listening. If you like what you're hearing and you like what you've heard so far, we want to encourage you. Could you share this and could you let other people know about it through social media or online? Also, if you give us a rating and review on iTunes, you can only do that once, but it helps people find us. It helps other people get the message so that we can create more of a sense of well-being inside our workplaces and we can begin to align more and more teams and align with other teams because of what we're doing together. Finally, if you're looking for a coach or a speaker, live or virtual, um, for your event, let me know. Just send me an email to support at 7 Daily Choices and I'll get back with you. Support at 7dailychoices.com and I'll get back with you and we can set that up. I can either do training, I can do coaching, I can do virtual speaking and I'd love to start doing more of that. So if you know of somebody who needs that or if you have an opportunity for that, please just let me know. Um, put that on your agenda and send me an email. Support at 7dailychoices.com. Love to get in, get back with you and uh have the opportunity to share with your whole team about what we're doing here at 7 Daily Choices so we can optimize your leadership. Finally, remember this. Life is a gift. Living is a choice. And living is measured in relationships. So choose relationship today.